This podcast is brought to you by the Oatmeal Wallet, available exclusively at tacticaloatmeal.com. Go buy yourself an Oatmeal Wallet, and when you go to check out, use the code COUCHCAST to save yourself 10%. Hey everyone, I took this interview on short notice after Taylor set it up, The pretty much the day of the interview. It was kind of like, you interview Mystica today, or you don't really get the interview. So... Big thanks to Taylor for setting this entire thing up, and uh, really, she kind of saves the interview anyway, so got to thank her for that. Uh, This is probably your first time hearing from her, but it won't be your last. She'll be joining us in other uh, podcasts, probably more Jobcast interviews as well. Um, Mystica Jade is the subject of this interview, though, and Mystica Jade is an adult film actress. If you, real quick, I guess, if you don't agree with her job or her lifestyle, eh, that's probably fair. It's understandable. Uh, It's understandable if you're put off by this sort of thing and don't take it. But, you know, you'd be normal and avoid it. Maybe not listen to this podcast. Maybe not watch Mystica Jay's work. However, if you do watch this sort of thing, and you are into this sort of thing, uh, don't be a jerk about it. So I've learned recently, that there's an expression in the industry which you can take to other places in your life. And it's talking about people who watch porn, but then criticize people who create porn. And that expression is, don't be someone who jerks off with their right hand while pointing with their left hand. So, that being said, yeah, don't be a jerk of the comments. Mystica Jade is actually a v- extremely very nice and charming person as far as I can tell uh having only talked to her for about basically just this interview that you're about to hear uh but she seems real nice and she means well entirely and if you're a fan of this sort of thing well you know what she does that all for you (laughs) so anyway uh here's some original music by Ryan Harris some people go to college to attain a business degree Some people serve the public like a cop or an EMT Others still educate the youth in a classroom or PE But then there are those who remove all the clothes and they're sucking out the D Doctors and lawyers to help the sick and poor 
There are lots of other noble jobs that you could settle for But I guess you took the easy route and decided to be a adult film actress At least you're not a telemarketer So, the reason you're here is I was talking to Taylor I guess a week or two before this incident that you just just, just described. And I was like, hey, how was California? Because that's all I knew was that she went to California. And she was like, yeah, it was pretty good. You know, I, I was, it was more like business. And I was like, business, you work, you work at a restaurant. What were you doing in California for business? And uh, then she explained to me that she flew someone there for business. So I guess that's you, Mystica Jade. <laughs> Hi. Hey. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so I guess I, I just want to know the story. Like, where did this, like, where did, how did this all come about? Um, gosh, I, I took like some pictures for a boyfriend of mine and then, um, he didn't appreciate them and I got really mad and I sent them into James Dean's website where anybody can apply. These like, are pictures of you, like, in a grassy field, like, smiling yeah. in a sundress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. It was... They, I wasn't naked. I was wearing, like, underwear and, like, thigh-high socks and, like, a white T-shirt. That was it. It wasn't, like... It wasn't too bad, but he, like, just didn't appreciate that. Any boyfriend should appreciate that picture. <sighs> I guess not. And then I sent them in, and I clicked send... And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I don't know. I, I do things before I think about them fully. And then um, I was like, you know what? I looked over it, and it said that they get, like, hundreds of submissions a day. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's just going to get, like, lost in the shuffle. doesn't really matter. And um, I went to work, went about my day. This is kind a of, very short timeline, by the way. I would like to add that in yeah. because I remember you telling me that this was something you've always contemplated, like yeah. before you submitted the pictures and you came to work one day and I just remember you being in break room like, so I sent the pictures. I was like, what? Yeah. What? So yeah. this was, okay, so this was premeditated then. It, it, it was thought about, but I never really knew how to go about it. And then I saw on his website that anybody can apply to have sex with him, which I thought was kind of strange, but who's the like, him oh, James Dean. Okay. So I did that. And then, uh, Shannon, who's, I think like his boss lady, she kind of like runs everything for him. And, um, she sent me an email one, like two hours later and was like, Oh, you're so cute. And I was like, uh, I don't know what to say. Anyway, I was like, oh, whatever. Let's do this. And then I emailed her back. I was like, oh, thanks. And she was like, well, he's going to be gone next month in Canada, New York, filming. And um, she was like, but I'll let you know when we have L.A. shooting for Amateur. And um, I was like, all right. And I waited. And I saw that she was like, okay, we're shooting for L.A., and I sent her an email back from the thread that I already had from her. And um, she was like, yeah, she's like, you're one of the people that I was going to contact. Can you be out here in, like, three weeks? I was like, sure. And she was like, okay. So she asked me a couple questions, um, told me to go get tested. Uh, so you, So everybody has to get tested before they go into... Yeah, you have to have a complete, like... 
gold panel. standard panel testing. That's good. Yeah, like blood, urine, everything. Um, it's all done through two companies, either cutting edge testing or talent testing service. Um, you call them, you pay them. And then if you don't live in LA or Miami or New York, um, where they have their own facilities, you have to go to like a specified draw facility to take your blood. And then you have to pay them a draw fee. And then, um, it's like 18 hours. You get your test results back. Then they're added to a system called pass, which is like a performer availability screening service. And, um, you, that's where they check to see if you're clear or not. And so every performer has to have a test that's 14 days current. So you don't have to point out any specifics you're uncomfortable with, but uh, is there a pass-fail on this? Or is it yeah. pretty much just you have to be completely clean of anything? Or is it kind of like, eh, that's okay, that's no. not okay? It's completely clean. Okay. Yeah. So, good. Well, right so on. I did that. Um, she said that he was, she was like, well, you're going to talk to him. And then, um, he never contacted me. She sent me an email was like, all right, so when you get there, just like go to, here's his address. And she gave me his address was like, just walk in. The gate should be open. Just knock on the door. I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? So just, just being James Dean, you just expect people to show up at your door basically <laughs> every day. Pretty much. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> Every day he's got someone that shows up to have sex with him. <laughs> it's the life. So it is the life. That is his life. It really is. Wonderful. Yeah. So you did show up at his door. I did. I knocked on the door. How did hey. you get there? I want to know how. <laughs> okay. So Taylor, drop me off. This is where I come into the picture. So My chauffeur. I basically got the whole play by play. We were we are friends, but I think this is what bonded us, ironically. Oh, gosh. As really good friends. Such bonding. Because I remember like she would be talking about it in break room and all the girls would be like listening, but like obviously judging. And I was just listening. Hardcore yeah, judging. For real. Because we work with a bunch of girls Awful. who are competitive to begin with. So when they heard about it, they're like, oh, she's not actually going to meet them. Like, what are the odds? Like, everybody was hating on everybody it. Everybody thought it was going to be like a casting couch scenario where, like, mm-hmm. I go in and I have to, like, audition and, like, I'm just yeah. not, I'm not going to get paid for it. I think very few and- people thought it was legitimate, like it was. Yeah. So her and I were talking about it one day, and she's from California. I don't know if you said that. But um, you're from California. I am from California. And uh, we were talking about how I, as a kid of a pilot, have traveled a lot. And I've always wanted to go to L.A. And she was like, well, that's perfect. You should come with me because I'm really nervous about this whole scenario. And uh, I want somebody to be there. But I don't really want to ask somebody to just go to go. And I was like, no. But I mean, it'd be two for one because I could go see L.A., which would where we'd fly to. And then I could help you out and kind of be there to ease the tension, I guess. And so I went. So... Basically, the whole weekend just ended up being I was the chauffeur and the confidant. And, uh, yeah, that's why it ended up being it was all business because it was all business. It really was. The whole weekend ended up just being about the whole scene because before, you know, we didn't want to go out and get drunk and like stay up late. And we like didn't we we didn't really get crazy. You like prepared. We woke up early. We got crazy in that hotel. Yeah. Well, crunk (laughs) with tacos and (laughs) local television <laughs> it's basically it was awesome the party we had which Music was great videos. i appreciate california tv some celtic opera stuff that we Gosh, watched celtic it was, opera it was Dude, awesome it was insanely oh, awesome it was great we i'll show you the videos later but we have videos of us <laughs> jamming to celtic celtic opera and make a hole oh make a hole 
Maybe if we say this in public, we'll find the song. If anybody knows this song. If you're listening and you know that song, please tell us. <laughs> make a know. hole. It's literally just, make a hole. Are you sure they're saying make a hole? Yeah, I have She's a video of that too. A hole. It's just, it's trippy too, because it's like, like flashing. It's like a strobe of somebody digging a hole saying, make a hole, <laughs> over and over again. Uh, yeah, so we did we did get crunk with TV, but the next day we woke up early, got ready, and then uh, I drove Dra- down the street. I drove. It was <laughs> it was within five minutes from our hotel, and I remember thinking that I drove pretty much the whole time. And I remember we were talking about whether or not the house was worth a lot of money, and I was like, well, I mean, I'm sure he makes a lot of money. This house is probably nice, and uh, we were driving up a mountain. And I was like, these houses aren't really getting any bigger. Like, he lives here? Are you sure? And she's like, yeah, that's what it says. So we're just climbing up this mountain. And I pull up to the front door, and she just kind of looks at me. And I look at her, and I was like, uh, all right. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> Have a good game. Like, I, don't, I don't really know what to say at this point. So she just got out of the car and went for it. Full gusto. She, I waited for her to like kind of him to open the door, and I didn't see him, but I saw the door open and her walk in. So I was like, okay, she's good. And then I pulled over to like the cul-de-sac to turn around to go back down, and I lost my mind because this is the coolest balcony <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Because you you just see the front of the house and it's not very big, not very showy, and it's covered by like bushes, kind of. So it doesn't really look that impressive, but when you go to the side, there's a overextending balcony into the valley. Like, it's the sickest balcony I've ever seen. I'm obsessed. (laughs) And she did not go on it, I asked. But it's beautiful. Yeah. And then... She's really obsessed with this balcony. um, She even had me ask him if she could go on the balcony, and he was really offended because she said she doesn't want to have to touch his penis to get there. Yeah, that and was my exact words. He said, well, I would have let her if she wasn't well, so he, insulting. He asked that, right? The first time when you went there, he was like, your friend doesn't want to touch it? <laughs> he said, your friend didn't want to meet me? And I was like, I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't really ask. He's like, I mean, she doesn't want to touch my penis? I was like, I don't think so. He was like, I mean, I'm sure if she wanted to touch my penis, she would ask and it would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was just from, from what I remember. I think he was trying to wrangle in a twofer. Mm. I wouldn't have been able to do anything because I had to get tested. So it wasn't like oh, that. That's true. But I remember from my perspective, we were talking about it and like you were so nervous. I mean, obviously. I was. You were super nervous. I was really. I was shaking. Because that's why that whole trip really was as serious as it was because you were just all nerves. So was it was nervous. basically catered to what would make you feel comfortable. And I remember you had such anxiety about actually doing it that you didn't want like me to go in or like meet him or whatever. You just wanted it to be like, just you do you. So I just drop you off and kick the bird out of the nest. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't meet him, but I did see him when I picked her up. And that was funny from like far away. You were like, Oh my God. Well, that was interesting because so I invited my friends who I went to high school with to hang out with me while she was gone because I was like, I don't want to spend the whole day by myself waiting for her to get like banged all day. Like, I don't really know what what that time frame is on that. So I my friends drove up and they were from a couple hours away. So they drove up and uh, we kind of stayed local to his house in the hotel. Wait, you have friends in California? I do. Oh, okay. My friend who uh, went to high school with me uh, moved out there. That's okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> was, irrelevant. Okay. But they did meet up with me and that's what I was doing while she was there. And I remember just thinking like, you didn't I just stare longingly at the balcony. I didn't, I wish man, I'm still obsessed, <laughs> really. but I mean, truly like, you'll get there one day, one day. I mean, you're working your way up. So I'm sure by secondhand affiliation, I'll get to go on it someday. But, uh, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't know how long you were going to be there. And we were all talking about it. Me and my friends. And I was like, I mean, is it going to be like an hour? Is it going to be like an all day thing? Like, I don't know how this works. Cause the way, I mean, you can explain that like how it's set up with the whole amateur thing. Like you don't just walk in and have sex. Like, okay. Um, you walk in and, um, <laughs> no, you just talk for a minute. He asked, I walked in, he looked at me, he said, hi, I'm James. I said, hi, Mystica Jade. <laughs> and um, actually I said my real name, but, um, yeah. And then, uh, walked in and he looked at me kind of like up and down a couple times. And he was like, where are you from? I said, I'm from California, but I live in Texas. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I said, but I mean, I'm here frequently. My mom's still here and my dad's still here. And I mean, I come out frequently and he was like, oh good. So you could do this like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? And, um, he was like, cool. So sit down, want some water, some, anything to drink. Um, sat at his like dining room table, got me a bunch of paperwork, um, talked to me, asked me some questions. Um, I had to fill out like a W-9 form for taxes. And, Whoa. Yeah. Um, I had to fill out a bunch of questions about like, uh, did you take any drugs before you got here? Did you drink before you got here? Um, do you follow me on Twitter? <laughs> what? Um, Why is that a relevant <laughs> question? Know. He's like, because for sure follow me on Twitter right now. <laughs> he actually has what a really awesome for? Twitter. Okay. He's very random. Um, but yeah, there's just a massive questionnaire and a bunch of other paperwork with like your legal name and your stage name and um, saying that he has the rights to the videos and he can do what he wants with them. He can sell them. He can put them online. He can turn them into DVDs. He can, and whatever money you get that day is what you make. And you can't sue him and say, oh, I own that video and you owe right. me more money from making money off of it. So it's basically paperwork like that. Um, it's paperwork about, uh, do like a non-condom shoot or if you want to talk to your partner about using a condom before your shoot or a condom shoot that's all your choice it's up to you whatever you want to do is perfectly fine um which did you choose <laughs> non-condom shoot okay it's not really necessary in porn well you you were both tested so yep. he has both of our paperwork um from pass to show that he's clean and that i'm clean um he can also download your full test results of anybody um, if that makes you more comfortable. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And then we, uh, so did you have to like scantron <laughs> bubble in like non-condom? Like, like no, just check marks. Okay. Check marks are good. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we did that, uh, talked a bit. He asked me questions and then we went downstairs and, um, he grabbed the camera and uh, sat on the couch and he asked me the exact same questions but with the camera rolling and it got really awkward. <laughs> just really he awkward. He was like, do you follow me on well, Twitter? it wasn't that. It was just like he asked me the same <laughs> questions like, hi, I'm James. What's your name? And it's just weird to repeat yourself. Right. And um, <laughs> we had to, I'm sure this could be edited out but he was just like, 
why is it when the camera turned on we both got super awkward <laughs> i was like i don't know because you already asked me these questions upstairs so i feel weird like saying them over again but kind of was necessary yeah so it's kind of the process <laughs> yeah uh we talked about I don't, what do we talk about um he said that we were dating because the questions that he's asking me are first date questions yeah i remember that that you came back and you were like so, so apparently we're dating we're dating now not really but yeah <laughs> it's pretty funny um strange and then uh i don't even know how sex started walked behind me and i mean how did grab you kiss my you neck. first grab my neck and pull my neck back and kiss me okay so that was and the then, first move yeah and i don't know i just it just escalated from there it, just, it did it completely did um yeah but yeah there's a lot that needed to be edited out of that edited out why <laughs> uh, bodily fluids that you're not allowed to show on what? camera there's bodily fluids you can't show on the camera you can't yeah. show blood what the fuck <laughs> you can't show like poop <laughs> <laughs> okay. You cannot. You are not allowed to show any of that All on right, camera. So <laughs> I have to ask, why was there poop? Because I did anal. Kind of so comes went, with the territory. Fair enough. You went for it like first off. No. No. First was first was veg, and I bled. <laughs> so that needed to stop. He's got a big old hog, so he does. It's pretty large. <laughs> Large and in charge. So, okay. Well, maybe I shouldn't get there yet, but... I'm an open book. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> James Dean. A lot of ladies like that guy. <laughs> so, was this some... Is this, he somebody you knew of before <laughs> your boyfriend scorned you with the pictures and whatnot? My now ex-boyfriend, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 let's, I should let's hope clarify so. clarify that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. <clears throat> so, where does James rank? on your all times <laughs> I mean a question I'd, I haven't even asked that he's he's a professional I mean he's very attentive and is he in the top 10 no he's totally in the top 10 top he's, 5 oh, definitely he might be just like the top okay yeah 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 I would say so even from like my last from the movie that I just did um where there was a lot of really big names in porn that I had sex with. And um, he's still, he's, I still think he's the best. Wait, so you've done other scenes since? <clears throat> I just did a movie. Oh, really? I did. I just got back yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was this movie? Are you allowed to say what this film was? Um, I, it's... I mean, without giving any spoilers, obviously, we don't um, want to know. We don't want to know that anyone fucked because that would ruin the. That film. would basically give it all away. <laughs> I mean, I won't tell you the story behind it. Um, I can tell you who was in it. Um, who was in it? So it was mm, it was James Dean, um, Eric Everhart, uh, Tommy Pistol, uh, Ramon Namor, um, Dana DeArmond. And who else is that? Like a couple, a few random. So who did you do the scene with? All, of, all them. of them. Oh, at the same time or no? <laughs> no, all different. I was there for about thirteen hours filming. So I don't know anything, but apparently 
the the go-to thing with the industry like the way that you can make the most money is you do a bunch of films in a short amount of time and then you go kind of tour as those release is this something you're keeping in mind or are you kind of just like completely i think have just jumped ahead of just seeing what the heck's gonna happen well (laughs) well uh i so the day that she dropped me off Mm-hmm. I actually ended up doing two scenes where I did one. And then um, when we were done downstairs, he told me to go upstairs, put my bra and panties back on. And um, he was going to take some pictures of me. And I uh, did that. And when we were done, he was like, um, yeah, I'm going to fuck you again. I was like, oh. I think it's worth mentioning at this point that we... <laughs> so basically, my role in this whole thing has been like the logical, strategic business side. Yeah. Speaking so, of, we need a separate podcast for your like budding career as like a <laughs> my my momager, basically <laughs> my dadager, basically. Well, no, because I remember we were talking, and our manager also had a lot of good input because our manager used to have a very, I guess, parallel business. Would you say, kind of? Yeah, yeah. You're not going to get said biz like manager in trouble, are you? No. Oh, no. I'm not going to name him, but uh, no, he used to run an escort service, so <laughs> he uh, he was very fascinated with this whole situation. So, so he was a pimp? Yeah. We, we joke about it all the time. All the time. Every day. Totally. But uh, yeah, so awesome. he was always very interested in talking about you know what, what it's going to be like, what are you going to do, and so the three of us just discussed it a lot beforehand, and I remember one of the things we talked over a lot was whether or not you were going to do anal. Because I remember we talked about it in Rust, or uh, the manager, I guess, to finish it. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Russ Craig. His name is Russ Craig. (laughs) Russ Craig. (laughs) Russ Craigman. Anyway, so uh, I remember uh, we we were agreeing that you would make a lot more money if you saved it. Because if you offer it up right in the beginning, uh, then it'll be, you know... X amount of money, but then if you hold out, then they have more of an incentive to offer you more money as a bribe to do it. So I remember we talked about it and said, you know, we all agreed you shouldn't do it, you know. And she had always said she was willing, but, you know, probably would make more money if she didn't do it. So going into when I dropped her off, that was that was kind of the plan. And then she got there and kind of went with the flow, and it ended up differently, so... I, I mean, I, she got in the car and said she did two scenes, and I was like, oh. <laughs> you didn't listen to your manager. Right. I, I did not, because when James had asked me about it, if I would want to do anal, he asked me, um, he was like, I mean, do you do it in your personal life? And I was like, well, yeah. He was like, do you like it? I was like, yeah. He was like, then I don't really see why it would be, he was like, I think it'd be good for you, um, for your career in porn. And um, I was like, yeah, I mean whatever like I mean it's not that big of a deal money is not necessarily everything yeah so it's fine but do you think it ended up being what led to your next scene probably definitely because I think a huge part of that was his fixation (laughs) with your butt so since then a lot of conversations have been about that and inspiration from that so I think for sure that has something to do with conversations with who James. Oh, okay. Because yeah. they exchanged numbers. So now we can fast forward to the part where I picked you up because I feel like that's a good segue. Yeah. I picked, uh, I was with my friend in the car, as I said earlier. 
So uh, I didn't know how long it would take because now that we know the process, that could be anywhere from a couple hours to a whole day thing, you know, depending on how well they wanted to get to know each other. So, um, so I had no idea, but because I had the car, I didn't want to go super far and just kind of leave you stranded at this guy's house after you had <laughs> sex with him. So I remember uh, my friends got there and I was like, well, I mean, we kind of got to stay local because I have no idea. And obviously you're not like on the phone or texting. So I had no idea. So I remember we stayed local and uh, eventually I got the text. We were in the hotel room and I got the text to go pick you up. And so my friends had driven their car separately and I was like, just get in the car with me. We'll go pick her up and we'll go do some sightseeing. Cause at this point I hadn't done anything like yeah. sightseeing wise. So I was trying to get it in before we left. So I remember I that pulled up really weird. No, not, not in the porn way. I guess that's a bad way to use that expression. Definitely. But, uh, You're strictly on the business side. Yes. Yeah. I'm a business person. I mean, if you wanted to get in, I could yeah. totally do I that. I feel like I would be good at it. But <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, Let's do this. Uh, yeah. So I remember uh, we got the text from the hotel, told them to just jump in the car with me so we can just go from there. And I, the plan was to go to Santa Monica. And I remember I rolled up to the house she walks out and my friends had never met her so I was like oh look there's Allie that's what she looks like and they're like okay cool and then James walks out and I was like well there's James and I remember as he was walking I was like he's like he's he's just a normal sized dude like he's kind of small almost I remember thinking he looked small you know and as you know you obsess over people's size I really yes we can put that on the record I am very overcritical about people's size I definitely overanalyze that. She does not think that I'm a large human. Yeah, and he's pretty tall. And I always am like, you're not that tall. He's pretty I feel like you're like a normal sized dude. He's what? pretty tall. Yeah. I'm like see? 6'1. I feel like that's in like an average male height. So no, yeah, it's see, it's not just me. He's, but he, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so I thought he was small. And uh, so it was awkward because we were all kind of looking because she walked out. And so we all were already kind of in looking in that direction. And there was some like leaf coverage. <laughs> Because there's a fence covered in, like, shrubbery. Uh, yeah, this is the best way to explain it. So she walks, and I'm like, okay, there she is. We're about to go. And then all of a sudden, she's walking away, like, out of the gate, and he just grabs her hair and, like, pulls her back. And I was like, oh, <laughs> now I feel uncomfortable because we're just in your world right now. So he grabs her and, like, aggressively starts making out with her. And my friends are like, well... <laughs> I guess we look away now, and I'm like, I what? Uh, it went well. Uh, I don't know when we should look over again. Like we were just all being so awkward in the car. She gets in the car and she turns around to see my friends, and she's like, "Hi." <laughs> it was just, it was just a weird. Wait, what scenario. did I say? Oh, I think I have to come in my hair. Yeah, no, because I was, I was saying, <laughs> hey, so we decided to wait until you got out, but I really want to go to Santa Monica. Is that cool? Oh. And you were like, yeah, I mean, I have come in my hair, but we can go. <laughs> that was her exact words. Wonderful. And I was like, well, I mean, do you want to go back, like, take a shower? What do you want to do? And she was like, no, I mean, I'll be fine. Let's just go. Like, I'll be fine. Just a little cum. Like, oh my gosh. So we went to Santa Monica after that straight away <laughs> from the scene, which was pretty funny. So yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the rest of that trip. But, uh, but yeah, so she got in the car and we were asking her about it on the drive over, which was about an hour. So we got a lot of the questions out then. And I remember the first thing we talked about was that you got his number. So, um, he, he texted you the agent, right? Yeah. He texted me the number of an agent, um, 
who's Mark Schechter, and he owns uh, ATMLA, which is Adult Talent Management, Los Angeles. And um, text Mark a picture of me and was like, hey, I just shot with this girl. Um, she needs an agent. And he told her, and he told him to uh, have me call him or whatever. And I called him the next day because I didn't know if it was like past business hours or whatever. But I called him and he was like, all right, well, let me know when you're out here again and we can meet up or whatever, which is why I went out here this last time. And that was my whole plan. The only thing that I was going to do was meet with this agent. Mm-hmm. And, um, but which I was, was like, an- I mean, I'll go out there for the weekend because James is like, I mean, we can hang out. And um, <laughs> between that like month time frame, ish uh james and i had developed this like friendship and uh he was like trying to figure out something for me to do and uh he ended up with this idea of me being in a movie (laughs) with all these people that i just mentioned earlier and i didn't really know any of that uh when I got there. Well, it escalated to that point. It definitely... Because the friend thing came first. Yeah. I remember that. Because James had a friend that he wanted you to meet. Yes. Which was the exact words, but... Yes. A silent understanding, I guess, of what you were supposed to do, but... I remember you told me that you were going to have to entertain his friend and James was going to be busy. So, for a while, it was just that you were going to hang out with his friend. And then, sometime in that frame you were like i guess he was inspired and wanted to make a movie and it kind of just unwrapped yeah. from there i mean so. he explained it where he planned this entire movie in uh two days what made the movie different than just a normal scene with james dean a normal scene was there with a plot? him there was a plot there was uh cameraman lighting crew is a huge factor because with your first scene, it was, was just first. A- it was me, him, and a camera. Okay, and he so set the camera on. down like in a corner. Mm-hmm. And we just like, that was yeah. the first scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So real quick, what's the difference between porn, like amateur porn star and porn star? Amateur, you're just a new girl. Okay. Where you're not paid very much, and most of the time you don't really have an agent. Just kind of like getting started in the business. So would you still consider yourself amateur? Oh yeah, totally. Okay. I, I'm just saying because I like what I thought the difference was, was just doing those scenes where it's just like two people that you haven't really heard of that are having sex. They're, I mean, yeah, that's. And then pro was like, they've got a name. Well, they they've have, got people that have names that they're having sex with. And then maybe there's like a plot. And they so have, I, it's like you rocketed towards that. I don't know how this happened. Oh, um, for sure. I, they have amateur, they have pro-am. Where is pro amateur? But, but I don't. That doesn't even make sense to I, me. I don't. I don't know. So who is your agent? Do you have an agent? I don't have an agent because. Um, Bam, Taylor Monet, <laughs> agent extraordinaire. <laughs> Maybe everyone go through her if you want to talk to Mystic Jade. I'm pretty objective, I would say, about a lot of the things you tell me. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, then if you want to come to my podcast, also talk to Taylor Monet. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be a dual agent. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, we, you, it's just so escalated so quickly. It, so quickly. I was yeah. not expecting that. I was expecting, you know, one scene, he'd be like, all right, hey, thanks, bye, peace out. Mm-hmm. Here's your check. Get out of my house. Mm-hmm. Um, but he really wasn't like that at all. Um, he's also very good about, because um, girls that are going to apply online to have sex with him, sometimes they might not think it through completely. And when they get, <laughs> oh, really? and when they get there, 
they kind of freak out and they're like, I, I don't, I don't think that I want to do this on camera. Wow. And I feel like he makes it so easy for you to not feel obligated. Like if you're there and you don't feel comfortable or if you don't feel like any chemistry between the two of you and you just feel like it's weird. He was like, he tells everybody if at any point you say, I don't want to do this anymore. If at any point, even if we're already having sex and you say, I don't want this to be put out there, he will literally like destroy the footage in front of you. Like it's, mm-hmm. he doesn't care. Like, it's like one of those things where, or if they haven't even done anything, there is a video, um, one of his amateur videos on his website, jamesdean.com, where uh, there's a girl that chooses, she was like, I don't want to have sex on camera. And he was like, that is perfectly fine. Um, I will stop the camera. Um, we can hang out. We can do whatever you want. We can go to lunch. Whatever you want to do, we can do it. He was like, I don't care. We can have sex off camera. Don't care. But so like, it, was he like, but is it cool if I have this video of us talking about we're not going to have sex on camera? Yeah, that's what's up there, basically. Right on. They were, she got down to like her underwear, I think. And she was like, I don't want to do this. Hmm. I mean, so it's pretty cool that he has that. He doesn't really have very many rules. Um, There's definitely, from an outside perspective, uh, a line of professionalism that I feel like a lot of people, because I know when you came back, a lot of people from our job made a lot of assumptions and were just really uh, ignorant, I guess, about uh, what the industry is actually like. And so from somebody who has heard a lot about it, I feel like the biggest thing that I've learned is... You know, it really is, it's a profession just like anything else. So there's a huge line of professionalism and respect and, you know, honest, um... So, yeah. Sensitivity, on, on that, really. Did people treat you differently then when you came back? Um, I don't think anybody treated me differently. They, I mean, I'm sure that they talk about me behind my back, which is completely fine. I mean, I don't really care. I think... Taylor always says that I'm completely unapologetic for being me. Right. I I do. I do stand by that because that's, I think, what kind of made me like you the way that I now do is because, you know, the way you talked about it was never, you know, and a lot of people at work from, you know, not being you, people will say things around me and uh, people will just kind of think that you're doing it for attention. I know you've gotten that a lot. People say that, you know, it's a huge attention grab that you're just trying to get people to listen to you and talk to you and be like, oh, look at me. I do porn. But. You know, that's never how you talk about it. You know, from somebody who's not you, you don't talk about it that way. You talk about it as something that you are passionate about, just like any other, you know, if you're a pilot, you would talk about aviation with passion. You talk about sex with passion the way that it is. So, I mean, it's definitely not an attention thing. I can validate that, but people, people assume. I do like, I was, I was intrigued by it because I always wondered like, I mean, what is it like? Like, what are people like? Because, I mean, you see people in porn like if you watch porn you see them as like this big celebrity Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the way you see like a kardashian like if you watch a lot of porn you're like oh that i've seen that guy's wiener like 29 million times he's like in every (laughs) single video you're like that dude must be really really good and like super cool turns out he was he's super cool (laughs) he is he's really he's he's really a sweetheart um and but like i tell taylor everybody that i've met so far in the industry has been absolutely amazing yeah we had that conversation when you got back too it was you know there were nine people there this last weekend and all of them when she was telling the story are just there's normal people you know and after hearing people at our job talk about you know so many assumptions it's really just they're nicer than half the people we work with it's it's a very small 
tight-knit community Mm -hmm. and it's just like this little family like everybody kind of knows everybody everybody knows all the agents and everybody knows all of like the producers and everybody works together and I mean you work with the people like the same people over and over and over you're gonna get to know everybody and especially if you live in LA like because everybody lives in like the valley so it's like they all hang out and they go to lunch and this is interesting to me especially because um not that it should be this way. It certainly shouldn't. But there are many people who frown upon your normal job. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the people who work your normal job are then frowning upon. Oh, absolutely. That is a dynamic is within itself. Silly. Yeah. 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 No, people, people slut shame our job. Um, uh, I guess we can say hooters. People, people definitely slut shame you for working there. Like, you know, you were just objectifying yourself and you know porn even more so all the girls are like you know how could you do that who's gonna want to date you you know you're just doing it for a like all the negative things that people could say about even working at hooters honestly they say about you about doing porn so i from my perspective don't think anybody has really treated you differently because that's all the stuff that they said when you were talking about even getting your email back you know yeah when you got back, it was just more real. But the people that weren't interested in hearing about it before you went weren't really interested in hearing about it when you got back. No. No, I mean, the people that, you know, had an open mind and were willing to talk to you about it before you left were the same people who were supportive when you got back, I think. Mainly my managers. Yeah, mainly the managers. And Ironically. A small circle of people. Very, very small. Mm-hmm. Um, people kind of their mouths drop if I'm talking about it to Taylor or anybody else and they're in that like vicinity yeah they're just like ah oh. do you find yourself kind of wanting to tell people to see the mouths drop it's funny to me I mm-hmm. my favorite thing is to try and make people feel uncomfortable because it's more comfortable for me I just find it funny I don't know why because you're getting I, all of that out there I have really you know. bad social anxiety and I mean, it does make sense, though. Like, if every if you know everybody feels more uncomfortable than you, then what are you going to feel uncomfortable about, you know? Yeah. Like, if they're uneasy, then you're all right. Like, but sex is a very easy taboo. and comfortable subject for me to talk about, mm-hmm. which I think is very strange because growing up, it was like, frowned upon until I met my stepmom, who's my... Not really my stepmom anymore because my dad and her got divorced, but I kept her. She's still my stepmom, and she's just like a little. Not really. No, not really. No, I met her when I was (laughs) sixteen. Yeah, Um, she's just like a little hippie from Santa Cruz, and just happy, free love. Like she's just like an open book, and I can talk to her about anything. And uh, she just kind of talked to me about sex openly and drugs and all kinds of cool stuff. And she just never judged me for it. And she was like, I mean, it's part of growing up, you know, and she I still talk to her about it. And I talk to her about doing porn. And um, she's like, I feel like it's it's good because a lot of people say like, okay, because I'm a mom. They feel like it's like, that's horrible. Like, how could you do that? That's awful. But I mean, so on that subject, anyone's kids who are born today mm-hmm. are going to know way, way more things about their parents than we knew about our parents. Yeah, absolutely. And that we'll ever know about our parents. Mm-hmm. So that's just going to be interesting for everybody. But do you have any kind of tentative plan with that as far as how to... Um, when she gets old enough, I mean, I feel like most kids 
these days kind of know about sex by the time they're like eight, whether it's because of friends, older siblings, or I mean the internet, everybody has access to the internet. Even little kids, my three-year-old knows how to use my phone. She's very good with it. Like she's very (laughs) really. And, um, I just, I, I want her to never feel like sex is bad. Um, there's a girl that we work with and, I know she it. she has a daughter and um, they're roughly around the same age but um, I was telling her that um, she was asking me if my daughter ever touched herself like little kids explore like it's normal it's completely normal little boys play with their wieners like girls do the same thing and I was like I mean yeah she was like no you have to tell her that's bad it's like why would I ever do that that's like if you do things like that it tends to fetishize it anyway it it makes them feel like what they're doing is wrong and it's not wrong at all like in any way it's your body do whatever you want with it um and i simply tell her i say hey if you want to do that then you have to you know go in your bedroom or go in the bathroom and you know wash your hands and it's it's not really a big deal and um she was like just in shock at what i had just said and i was like i mean i never want her to feel like sex is bad i will always make sure that she knows that it's her body. She can do what she wants as long as she's safe. As I mean, I will supply condoms or whatever she needs. I will keep them in the bathroom. I don't, like, whatever. If you're going to do it, do it, but do it safe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I feel like I'll be super open with her about sex. And she'll know about, even if I'm not continuing to do it, those videos will still be out there forever. Mm-hmm. And there is a chance that someone that she knows or her herself could run across it. And did I you mean, have a moment where you like realized that or did you just kind of let go as soon as it was done? You were just kind of like, well, fuck it. That just happened. That's basically how it was. And I, I told my dad, I told my stepmom and I told my mom and um, my mom was like, well, OK. And then later she was like, I don't want you to do it. I was like, well, why don't you want me to do it? She said, because it's going to affect my life. But you had like, already done it at this point or not? Yeah. OK. And I mean, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, so you're not concerned about my life. You're more concerned about your life. One is really not going to affect your life. I don't use my real name. Mm -hmm. And if anybody that you like that, my mom's friends with, if anybody saw any one of my scenes or videos, they're not going to go to her and tell her because people are so secretive about their porn watching. That's true. They'd be like, hey, I saw your daughter fucking somebody. Is, be like, Get the fuck away from me, weirdo. Exactly. Like, Nobody's going to say that because everybody wants to be so secretive and act yeah. like they're so pure and so clean. And um, Especially stuff that I do. I really hope none of my mom's friends are watching that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's not like softcore. <laughs> so you hope they're not watching it but you're totally I cool I hope like, they're not it. on like kink.com and other websites like that cause so what, what was your second scene then what, was, what made it so edgy well my first one was completely normal um, just normal porn and then my second one was all anal that was that same day mm-hmm. um, basically he picked up the camera and was like I want to know all about your butt and all about your butt. Yes. He held the camera. I was like off like the edge of a chair kind of, but off the edge. And he put the camera up like on my butt. He was like, so tell me about your butt. I was like, I mean, what do you want to know? He was like, I mean, does it do any cool things? Like, <laughs> I want to know about it. And um, yeah, so I did that. And and then he had to go to a birthday party. He, went, he was like, do you want to shower? I was like, no, I'm good. And he was like, that's awesome. And um, he was like, well, I'm going to shower because I got to go to a birthday party that I really don't want to go to. And, um, 
Yeah. So that's when I called her. I was like, hey, <laughs> come get me. I was just Fun in stuff. the hotel with my friends. Yeah. That was, that was, a, that was more of like a, it's normal, like, have sex with a random dude. But the whole movie thing was a little bit different with the lighting and the sound crew and... Um, it was definitely more of a production. It was definitely a production. It was very interesting to see how that's done because basically everything that you see in porn is done three times. So everything that I did, I had to do three times. Um, I yeah. Everything. Everything that I did. Money shots. I no. <laughs> because that would be hard to reproduce no, three no, times no, for anybody. No. Okay, that was done one time, but they do do fake ones. What? They do fake. What do they use for the fake? No, I mean, not, well, pop shots are, James always says, pop shots are still last year, but, um, <laughs> what is a I mean, pop totally shot? Are, like, when like a, a dude idea, like comes on your face or your tits or wherever, I mean, it's, so what is this year? Shot. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it just started, I guess. It did just start. So I mean, who knows what's going to be. You might be making cool. the trend as we speak. This Ooh. year, ooh, Ahead should ask him. That's What's kind of exciting. For? What are we going to publicize this what? year? It's true. What do you What do you plan on doing differently? Because there's a million porn stars out there. That, see, everybody asking, like, "What's your thing?" Like, I don't, I don't know what my thing is. I, but I think that I kind know. of goes back to the aspect of people thinking that you're doing it solely for attention or like fame or you know celebrity. You're not. Uh, it's not really like it's that. It's not something that I tried for. I, I wanted to do a scene, and mm-hmm. he has kind of grabbed the reins on that. I well, I wanted to do a scene, and I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with him, and so um, I think it was Thanksgiving. I just <laughs> a weird holiday thought, but um, yeah, because we went the weekend before. It was Thanksgiving, and I texted him, and I was like, "Hey, um, I hope you're not working on a holiday." He was like, "Oh, I'm totally working." He was like, "I don't like Thanksgiving." He's like, "I'm in a cabin." doing work on my computer like that's weird he was like i don't like the food you know i I, i'll eat like green beans and like pie but like politely Mm. decline everything else yeah Mm. and um thanksgiving's the best holiday he hates holidays because people don't respond to his emails oh (laughs) it's a workaholic yeah, but I texted him and I was like, "Hey, um, I was like, I, I was like, can we do a scene for like kink.com for like sex and submission?" And he was like, "We totally can." So he's like, "I'll reach out to them after the holiday." And I just kind of threw it out there and I kind of forgot that I had said something about it. And I totally thought that he would just be like, "Yeah, sure," and then never do anything about it. And um, he texted me and was like, "Hey, I'm going to give your number to the people over at Kink." And this was like a, maybe like a week, week and a half later. And um, I was like, "Oh." awesome thanks and um i got an email from them a couple days later They're like hey um james dean contacted us and said that you wanted to do a scene and i was like yeah that'd be cool and i talked to this lady simone sine and um, she was sweetest sweetest lady ever she works over there in the casting department and kelly kelly's super nice and bobby set up like my flight stuff so this weekend i'll be going up to san francisco to shoot for the upper floor the upper floor the upper floor it's a like sub site of kink.com if you ever go on there it'll be you go to kink and there will be like 20 sub sites whether it's like sex and submission or everything but or the upper floor like it's not everything but something it's just everything b-u-t-t yes correct um 
but yeah, so I'm going to do it for the upper floor where um, apparently it's boy, it's boy, girl, girl, anal isn't necessary, but you can. And um, I will be, it's kind of like a, how would you, I don't even know how to like talk about that. That's, I think that there's like a dinner party type situation going on and uh, if people can touch me, um, they can't penetrate and no bodily fluids exchanged. But is this going to be filmed or is this totally just Totally filmed. Okay. But these are just random people who come to this they're, thing? They're not random. They're, they're selected. They're So they've respectful. been tested all that as I well? I don't really know if they've been tested because they can't. There's nothing about them that can really like infect me because they can't touch like. Oh, okay. They can't like insert, do things like that. Like they can touch me and grab a butt. They can like, but not lick or. Okay. Penis. <laughs> no penis. Okay. But yeah, so I'll be doing that next weekend. Interesting. So how are you getting out of there? Taylor, are you out of the picture at this point? Yeah, no, I mean, the first time, I think, was really just because it was such an unknown. Oh, yeah. And I was really nervous. That is your worst fear. <laughs> I was really nervous this last time, too, though, because I knew nothing again. I, just, I didn't know anything. All I knew is... Well, details came in within, like, hours of you actually doing it. Like, you really didn't know until... Like, you didn't even know the number of people. I didn't know the number of people until I got there until yeah. I walked into the kitchen and there was like, bam, 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 bam of all of like their past tests. And he was like, you're going to have sex with all these people. I was like, oh my gosh, what? He was like, you're going to have sex one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people. Actually, he was like nine dudes. He goes, wait, no, that's eight dudes and one chick. I was was like, that in one day? Yeah. Holy shit. This was his last trip. This was my last trip. Whoa. Where I spent a good 13 hours on my knees and face. Knees and face? How do you spend... Um, well, I was like doggy, but face. my face on the ground. Yeah. So is any of this out yet? No, nothing not is out yet. One nothing. Out. Not so even no one, my first one. Are there one. people who don't believe you? They're like, bullshit. I'm sure that there are. I'm sure there's a ton of people that don't see because there's me. people who don't believe me. And I just talked about having Mystica Jade on here right now. They're like, who the fuck's Mystica, exactly. Mystica Jade? So nobody knows who I am. Hmm. Nobody. And it's really funny because my friend Brandon. You heard it here first, folks. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm new. Well, during my last scene, he kept reiterating that and he would be like, she's new. She's new. Like, be nice. Don't like scare her away. And he was very like overprotective of me in general um he would have like guys come in and he would he lined up all like five of them that like the kind of and eh, just random porn dudes and um he was like do not put anything in her butt do not hit her like don't smack her ass nothing he was like don't do any of that he was like i swear first dude walked in smacked my ass he was just like don't fucking hit her like he was, it was kind of cool that he was like that because I know that he knew I was very interesting. He had to like point out not to hit someone, but I mean, it's, it's I'm his, glad that he did. It's his vision for the scene. Hitting is perfectly fine. Like there's nothing wrong with it at all. Um, smacking everything. But, um, he had assured me beforehand that, um, most of the rough stuff would be with him because I'm comfortable with him. Mm. 
Um, and in this particular scene, it kind of went with the plot. I think that's a huge part that hasn't really been explored yet is that you have organically formed such a relationship with him. Yeah. Like not even forced. He didn't have to give you his personal number. Like, I mean, it's just kind of happened from there that you guys have been in contact and you've gotten to know him a little bit and he's gotten to know you to the point where when you were there this weekend, he had a little bit more, you know, care about you than just some he did there was a there was a point in time um it was halfway through it's it was getting dp'd by eric everhard and holy shit ramon, already and ramon namar straight skyrocket <laughs> to fuck. the extreme so it's, <laughs> i was doing that and um the he doesn't he always says I, I don't use forced lighting in my scenes can you can you hold on one second mm-hmm. okay and Josh went to go pee, and it was a wonderful time. Okay, we're back. Uh, Sorry about yay. that. So, okay. So DP'd. DP'd. DP'd by Eric Everhard and Ramon Namar. Was this the first time you'd ever been DP'd anywhere in person? There was a lot of otherwise? firsts for this entire movie. Okay. <laughs> um, this was one of them. This is one of my first. For one, it was my first movie. Two, it was my first DP. Um, and I got to lick a vagina. So the first time you've licked a first vagina? First time I've licked a vagina. And it was the fabulous Dana DeArmond. And um, yeah, she, I think, did not believe that it was the first time I've ever licked a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it was really exciting, though. So you did a good job. I did. I, I did a I did a pretty good job. Are you sure you did a good job or she did a really good job of acting like you did a good job? No, because um, afterwards in my BTS, um, uh, James was filming me. I was sitting on the floor and she was sitting at the table. And um, she, he was like, Dana, how was your scene? She was like, this is the greatest day of my life because she's usually the one who licks vaginas. <laughs> like, that's usually her. She's like, this is so strange. Like, I don't really know. <laughs> this is weird. Like, I got paid to eat dinner with you. Who They're literally best friends. He always says that that's his sex sister. And, um, yeah, he's it's my sister. Or he says that's my bro. And um, they've just been in the business together for such a long time that they're literally just, like, best friends. They're dudes that hang out and hate everybody. It's awesome. It's like me and Taylor. That's basically our relationship. <laughs> we really just don't like very many people. <laughs> well, I'm honored. I, you are awesome. Oh, well, thank you. You're very welcome. But um, so there's that. Um, he was filming, and she was like, "This is a great day, the greatest day of my life." And um, she was asking, she was like, she was like, "Where did you find her?" He's like, "Texas." And she was like, "Oh my god!" She was like, "Did you get her at the pound?" He was like, yes. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, can we keep her? He was like, yes. She was just, I was like, what if I told you this is the first time I've ever licked a pussy? She was like, what? So was that the first time you've ever ridden with a girl at all? No, I've had a girl go down on me, but that was in high school. Okay. <laughs> and so how did you finish amazing. that situation where you're just like, all right, well, good job. Like, Time to go to it sleep. It was a girl that was my friend, and we were at a sleepover, and it was like 6 a.m., and we were laying on the couch, like, feet to feet. Like, her head was on one end, mine, and my head was on the other, and she just decided she was going to go under the blanket and lick my vagina. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Hmm. 
All right, not bad. Yeah. Don't stop. Like <laughs> this, this is great. Girls definitely know what to do. Hmm. So it's just true. instinctive. For I you. feel like it was very instinctive. And um she when I told her it was my first time and she looks at James, she goes, Oh my gosh, she's got the gay gene. <laughs> so she swears like I was like born a lesbian or something. <laughs> but it was exciting. It was fun. It was it was really fun. Yeah, so a lot of firsts for me in that. But um, back to my DP was I, when Taylor was saying that he was very caring about everything, I had like an emotional breakdown. And the lighting... Emotional (laughs) in what regard? I cried. Like you were upset? I was... I I don't know if I was upset. I I don't know if it was just a long day. And I hadn't had a break. And I was tired. And I was in pain. And like my knees were killing me um I just everything just kind of like hurt and this is obvious I mean this is my first time doing anything this crazy yeah and um I they were going really hard and he told me that they were doing that to just get a reaction out of me um that they weren't necessarily trying to be too rough or things like that um but I he was yelling at people upstairs for making noise and because James for this one was directing, he was acting, he was doing everything. So it was a long day for him as well. Um, And uh, he was mad because um, there was a mess that had to be cleaned up again, just a slight one, um, which killed some more time. And the sun was going down and the lighting was weird because in the room downstairs, when it gets dark outside, that entire room is just like pitch dark and you can't really use your lighting. You have to use whatever force lighting you have. And um, he was just getting really frustrated with the whole thing. And it was late and we were behind schedule for filming. And uh, he was just just frustrated overall. And it's just, I was like, I, I was like, stop, 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 stop. And I was like, I just, oh, give me like two minutes. And I just walked over to the bathroom and I was just like, okay, guys, this is, trying not to like cry but I don't know what hit me it was just like it's just like this overwhelming like I just have to cry for a minute and I don't know I still don't know what triggers it I mean I think that crying isn't it's it's a natural thing and you just kind of have to let that happen you didn't have any kind of like um, overbearing thoughts no you were just kind of I was fine yeah it was just an overwhelming kind of thing and um, he came in there and he was like, Mr. are you okay? And he walked in. He was like, are you sure you're okay? He was like, look. He was like, girls that have done porn for years have to yell cut. He was like, it's fine. He was like, I don't, he was like, if you are in pain, if like, I don't, he was like, if you need more lube or like whatever it is, he was like, tell him to stop. He was like, we will stop. He's like, it's not a big deal. He was like, it's understandable. Like you've been working all day. And you're the only girl. So, I mean, you're the one that's getting fucked the entire day. That's it. And he was just like, so he was like, do you have like three more minutes left in you and then nothing else in your butt? I was like, yeah, that's fine. Three minutes was probably like five, but it was fine after that. But yeah. And then uh, when everybody left, I was the last person to leave his house. Um, I helped him clean up and stuff. And he... uh, he walked up to me and he grabbed me and he just like gave me like this like massive hug and he was just like he grabs my face and he was like I was really worried about you for a second I was like I was like why I was like don't be worried about me he was like but I was he was like I care about you he was like I mean 
yeah, this is huge. And when we finished filming, he, he told everybody, he was like, he was like, this is her first movie. And everybody in the crew was just like, uh, wait, what? <laughs> he was like, yeah. He's like, I mean, I shot her in like an amateur thing, but um, this is like her first like movie. They were like, this is a crazy first movie. Like, what are you thinking? I was like, I don't know. They were like, these are some really big names. He compared it to being as epic as his um, series for Seven Sins. That's up for like a bunch of AVN nominations. I'm sorry, James. It is. um, He did his own personal take on all the Seven Sins. Wrath and gluttony and pride and greed and. I'm really curious as to see what gluttony was. I mean, we can totally watch them when this is done. They are online. Deal. Let's. This will be fun. Fun little, <laughs> fun little porno night. Woohoo! <laughs> porno is always fun. Me and Taylor watch it all the time together. It's very entertaining. I did that not was, know this about you, Taylor. You <laughs> did not know this about me. Well, it's I not think, normal. I think I just got her into it. <laughs> it's relevant to say that so... I would like to say I'm pretty open-minded in general, but uh, kind of when we started hanging out before we went on the trip together, we spent more time together, um, and I slept at your house a couple times, and I was kind of curious, like, you know, anybody would be, you know, what is it like? Like, he does amateur stuff. Is it awkward? Like, does he talk to you first? What does he do? So I was kind of interested in, you know, the process. So she was like, you want to see? Like, so enthusiastic. Like, yeah. watch all these videos. So she, it was like research. She was showing me existing amateur videos so I could kind of understand the format of, you know, how it was. So we watched, you know, some where the girls were nervous and freaking out and hesitant. And then we watched one where this girl was like really into it and jumped on him and like we watched kind of the whole spectrum of how it could go so I think that was kind of cool to know too before you know I was there because while I was waiting for you I obviously couldn't figure out what you were doing but I it was nice to have an idea I guess to know that you weren't just going to go in there and be objectified like all right walk through the door close off let me fuck you you know so that's kind of why I wanted to know because you know I did care about your well-being and going and making sure it was legit and seeing how it was so uh, that was that was kind of how that started, I think. Yeah. Um, and now it's just entertaining. We watch a lot of the food ones, too. Ooh, Little baby oysters. James Dean loves food on woodrocket.com. Is I feel like we're doing promo. Hi, James Dean. <laughs> I'm going to tell him. <laughs> this is him. marketing. We're totally doing a promo for yeah, him right But now. he does have a channel where it is completely non-pornographic, and he just specifically talks about food, which... It's like a food critic. If you are show. friends with either of us, you know is something we are very passionate about is unhealthy food. Oh, so, gosh. Wait, you like food, Taylor? What? I had no idea. <laughs> thought she didn't eat. <laughs> she ate right before this podcast. I inhaled a lasagna before this, actually. <laughs> put I that on the record. A badass bison lasagna made that by I made. You. We, can, we can put that on the record, too. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so he has this channel where... He just kind of eats what the fuck he wants. And <laughs> as two people who also like to do that, it was pretty funny. So we watched a lot of like crazy porn. And then we just watched him make fucking a big bowl of cereal in an inflatable pool <laughs> with like 22 brands of cereal and like five gallons of milk. It was, it was, it was an interesting transition, but awesome. I liked it. That's a badass day. Yeah. He took a kiddie pool, filled it with like 15 plus brands of cereal and then had gallons of milk and then just got like a giant cooking spoon, <laughs> giant spoon. and was eating it so i mean it's like heaven we did thorough research 
I would say we did. We did. I. Yeah. yeah. So, how far do you plan on taking this? You know, you're just kind of riding the wave at this point. It seems to be going well. I I'm just here for the ride. Um, I was supposed to get an autographed picture for a friend of mine, and <laughs> James was James had like a clogged sink at the end of our shoot, and uh, the crew just kind of left everything a mess. Um, and I tried to help him clean up a little bit. He didn't really want me to. He's like, no, you need to like sit down and relax. But um, I helped him clean up and clean because I mean he's got more people coming over the next day to shoot so his house has to be clean at all times I'm pretty sure and um it just it's like a cold sanitary hospital in there it's freezing in there mm-hmm. wait you were in there no but just I've heard oh, okay. I've heard all these stories it's, multiple times already yeah between work and between us being friends and now this like it's cold it's all like I think they're like marble floors or yeah, wood it's floors. Like super and it's sterile and professional. White and yeah, it's it is really sterile. It's got a white yeah. leather couch. Mm-hmm. The white couch. very porn. The white you couch. have a like badass a porn couch. No, this is definitely a it's porn a badass couch. couch. It is definitely Gosh. a porn couch. Like there is a lot of room for. Hold on, activities. how's my couch compared to James Dean's couch? Oh. Um, can you move yours in like different angles? Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well then that's a match. Um, wait, are you talking about like the level of the couch going like, up and down? Like, can, no, can you like move it? Like, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Cause his is more of like a, 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 a circular, um, white couch. Um, and it's in pretty much all of his pornos. The white couch. <laughs> the infamous white couch the infamous that he couch. absolutely hates. I just think that's so weird to me, like thinking about bodily fluids. Yeah, how do you sterilize a leather on a white, white couch? leather couch? Like sanitizer white. I mean, the cum could disappear, but like everything else. Um, well, I mean, everybody's tested. It's all definitely. Good, apparently, well, not necessarily for like infection purposes, but like, what if there's like blood or. Yeah, like uh, and I got blood on his bed from my nose. I have a very sensitive <laughs> nose. I have a, an extremely sensitive nose where like if anything touches it, it will bleed. And he knew about that, and so he was trying to be kind of careful about that. But um, in my first scene, I I was like, oh, I got a bloody nose. He was like, oh. <laughs> he's like, I think my balls hit your nose too hard. <laughs> they were like, what? He was like, no, I'm so serious. Like, that's how easy it is to her nose to bleed. And um, he'd never experienced it before, but I talked about it before my first scene. I said, he's like, is there anything you don't want me to do? I was like, just don't touch my nose. And he was like, well, I mean, I don't really have like a thing for noses. And I was like, do people have things for noses? He was like, yeah, it's the coolest. Definitely people have that's, things for noses. That's the coolest <laughs> thing about about sexuality. He said, "Is a, I mean, there's people that are into everything, everything and it's pretty cool that everybody can be completely different and yeah so is there anything in store for you coming up soon or is it pretty much we're just waiting for these to come out and see what goes on (laughs) next i'm waiting for these to come out um when you have this weekend when i have this weekend um you have one this weekend that you're shooting for Mm -hmm. the upper floor oh right right and then um i don't have anything after that um, yeah, but I was supposed to get seems to fall into your lap though. I mean, all of these opportunities have just kind of been like fly by, like, 
hey, you want to do this? Sure. Buy a ticket. Just happens. It's, it's definitely not a normal... Uh, <laughs> it's not a normal situation. Um, that's when I met with the agent. He was very interested in my story and he had other people come in and to look at me and see what they thought about me and um he just kind of sat back and was like but wait let me she has a very interesting story they were like what do you mean he goes well she's she's already shot two scenes they were like oh oh okay he goes but wait he goes for james dean and they just kind of looked at me with like this shock, like, how did you pull that off? I was like, I mean, he goes, he told them, he was like, she basically just was like, she applied online and was like, hey, I want to have sex with you. And he was like, all right. And um, she goes, but so he did, she did her, her first scene was like a normal amateur, your typical James Dean amateur shoot. And they were like, all right. He goes, but the kicker of this whole story is she just shot a movie yesterday with James Dean, Dina DeArmond, Eric Everhard, Tommy Pistol, Ramon Amar. Like, they just stared at me. He goes, she got DP'd by Ramon Namar, Eric Everhard. They were just like, huh? Like, what? I was like, I don't, you can't even ask me how that happened because James basically had told me that, he told me that what he wanted to do was and I didn't know if this was going to be a scene or what. Basically, he had been talking to me about, he's like, I'm going to put two dicks in you at once. I was like, eh, all right. And that's what I thought it was going to be. And then he was like, yeah, but I kind of want to have, like, leave you in my entryway and, like, have dudes come in and, like, take turns on you. And I was like, I mean, <laughs> all right. Is this, like, for, like, like just random people? Like, who? what is going on? And he said he was in the shower and he was inspired and this whole thing came to be. And This came to him as he, he was shampooing his hair? I don't know. I, he was really, really excited about it. Hmm. Um, he just kept texting me all these questions like, what are your nose? Like, no big black dicks, no more than three at a time. Like, what are your nose? What are you in? Like, I mean, what's too rough for you? Like, how long can you handle getting fucked? Like, stuff like that and he just kind of like made a movie around me interesting which is kind of interesting (laughs) so it's a very different story from what most people have i think oh i think so (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely so okay do you i guess i guess closing remarks because we're way past my normal time frame i guess do you have a Mystica Jade like Twitter or Instagram set up yet? I have an Instagram. I actually just made it a couple days, a couple days ago. I made it Recently. yesterday. I, I made it yesterday, I think, um, because Dana was like, "Do you have an Instagram?" And everybody that I met there was like, "Do you have a Twitter? Do you have an Instagram? Do you have this? Do you have that?" And I was like, eh, "No, not, I just got here." Not for that. I was like, "I mean, I, <laughs> I have a personal one, but um, yeah." So I, I do have an Instagram. It's. Um, the Mystica Jade. That's it. Like T H E M Y S T I C A J A D E. At the Mystica Jade for both Twitter and Instagram. I don't have a Twitter yet, but I just have an Instagram. Okay. So, yeah. Taylor Monet, did you decide to like actually share in the social medias yet? Or are you going to stay a mystery, yeah. even though people can go to mine and look you up? Creep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Creep. <laughs> well, mine, I feel like I should explain the backstory if I'm going to give that out. Because do you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, one of our other managers, uh, as we said where we work, uh, they always make fun of me for being very like intellectual and pragmatic and very serious. How dare you be serious and intellectual? It's a crime, really. So, they, they I mean, it's a very lighthearted atmosphere and I usually take things very seriously or like go way too far with things and like thinking that I should not. That's kind of how I am as a person. So they used to make fun of me all the time. And one of our managers started calling me Queen Sirius. He's like, God, like we'll leave it to Queen Sirius to ruin it. I saw you change your fucking name. Yeah. So he's, he kept saying it to be insulting. And uh, I started to catch on to that and was like, you know what? Like, I'll embrace that because I feel like I'm actually funny as fuck. So if I make my Twitter and my Instagram Queen Serious and then just tweet funny shit all the time, it would just make you feel like an asshole because I'm really funny. So <laughs> Are you? I just changed funny? it. That's God forbid. Subjective. Yeah. Well, we're hilarious. The Verizon so, guy to date. Oh, we were hilarious. So entertained. Mm-hmm. Mormon yeah. dude from Utah. The Walmart I- guy. The Walmart guy when we return stuff. Utterly. Yeah, we make people laugh all the time. So I'm going to stick with the fact that I am funny as fuck and I'm going to put that on the record that I'm not that serious. You should be at funny as fuck. As fuck, as we like to say. Right. Capital A-S. I don't know if that makes a difference. Probably doesn't. I like to pronounce my uh, articles and pronouns very. Uh, with a lot of emphasis, I guess. Is the best Game of better? Thrones. Game of Thrones. That's how that started. Because so, I got him into that show and I was like, have you ever seen Game of Thrones? And he was like, why did you just <laughs> say the of? <laughs> so sharp. I'm like, I don't know. Mystica Jade, can we expect to see you in a Game of Thrones parody? I, oh, Khaleesi. No Holy idea shit. what that even is. You, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not nerding out at all. I just, James I is kind of nerdy. I feel like he would be down. He would know. He would be down. He's very intellectual and serious, so I mean, that's something to note too. He he, he is. He does do parodies too for Wood Rocket. I, he does. He's definitely something that should so come up at the Mystica Jade. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then at Queen Serious. Mm-hmm. That's us. That's the two of us. Cool. Hey. <laughs> well, I think we'll have to close this one because we're like at an hour thirty. Man, we're talkers. Let's go watch some porn now. All of us are. All right. (laughs) Deal. Out to the porn. (laughs) Goodbye, world. Bye.